You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the 390th episode of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Matt, the little guy in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, where you guys, we are closing in on 400. Uh, 390, yep. you said, 390. little guy? That's Yep. Yeah, we're, we're in the final stages of this thing. We're starting to set up our sprinter and I'm looking around and Tim's not here. Yeah, I know. Where's um, our sprinter? We got the lead out he, train all going here. We're right there. We're through turns one and two. Uh, we're about to drop him off, and he's letting me down. Uh, yeah. He's letting you down. I think he's letting everybody down. Much and, like um, uh, Lotto Sudal. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what Lotto, Lotto feels like the team with the most disappointment in a sprinter right now. Uh, we're looking yeah, around, probably. and uh, where's our sprinter? Oh, did he? Oh, he didn't start. Oh, he didn't start today. Oh, oh no. Well. Oh. Well, there goes Damar. There goes Cavendish. There goes some guy from DSM. Where's Timmy? When you need him, Timmy, he's not. Uh, yeah, he's never going to be able to put his eye out with champagne, uh, with form like this. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's just put it that way. Um, so this is uh this is the first of 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 two weeks um where Tim is is traveling. He's I think he's at the Giro. I don't know where he is now. Uh, I think we're going to get some reports. Uh, from the Giro over the next uh, few days here from him. So keep an eye on the Slow Ride Podcast social media. Um, just the one, just the just Twitter. The um, <laughs> when we say social media, we just mean Twitter. Yeah, it's not plural. Um, because the, the Instagram is still under lock and key. Right. Little guy. It's never coming back. Are you, have you followed up with them? I mean, I we'll, we'll take them this offline. Thing. Actually, let's just take this offline. Yeah. Um, but uh, 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 yeah, so Tim's out. And so we got to figure out something to do because little guy, two weeks in a row, um, you know, you're, you're a great co-host and all, but I can only put in 30% of a show right now. I've only got the fitness for 30% of a slow ride podcast episode. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, yeah, base, I, w- I didn't want to have to say it, but kind of based on your your recent uh, performances, I'm thinking thirty percent's about right for you as well. Um, so I don't know how we're going to get this show across the line this week and next week um, without Tim here. Uh, you know, yeah, we need because our lead out. We need our lead out's good, but it won't go to the line. You know. Oh well, yeah, I'm at thirty and you're at thirty. We need somebody who mm-hmm. can carry forty percent of the show. Well, yeah, because Tim certainly wasn't doing that either, which is why we we've notoriously finished at ninety percent uh, of our of our peak performance um, for the past four hundred episodes. So. Yeah, well, well, let's um, let's uh, make a fake phone sound effect and see if we can get a third co-host on the show. Should we do that? Okay, let's see who we can scrounge up. All right, let's, um, we'll, let's just. Uh, Hello, this is Rob Kelly in Washington, oh. D.C. Uh, hey, hey, Rob. Uh, do you want to be on the Slow Ride <laughs> Podcast? I mean, it's Sunday night. I have absolutely nothing better to do than talk about bikes. So let's talk about bikes, guys. Yay. How are you? We're great. How are you? I'm good. I thought you guys would probably eventually call, but I figured you were going to have to go through the roster of former Outside Magazine employees <laughs> who are now looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we well, uh, we definitely uh, had had some extra um, co-host options uh, thrown our way midweek when when Outside cut a lot of. Uh, Fairly big names, P- people you know, people you've read, people whose whose uh-huh. names you've heard, people who were literally just doing Jiro related content like the day before. Um, uh-huh. Outside, not uh, it's cold. It felt cold. Yeah, yeah. 
a little bit of a little bit of a shake up there in the media um cycling media world um also singular much like our social media um mm-hmm. cycling media sort of under that one umbrella there at uh at outside but um so Rob I was that brings always us hold that go ahead <laughs> oh, I was going to say that brings us to um to our point is um we're also down a man uh this week um Tim is uh out of commission um he's been dropped couldn't hold the wheel and we're, we're, you know, to be honest, we're, you know, we're thinking maybe it's a contract year for him and he's not, uh, he hasn't been up to snuff. So we're, we're, we're seeing what's out there. Um, and you know, little guy told me about this little show on the, um, what was it? The wide angle podium network called, uh, something like that criterium nation. And he said it was the hitter. He said it was the up and comer. He said, it's got, it's bringing all the heat lately. And can definitely get us across the line. Does that sound, uh, you know, reasonable? Does that sound like something you're familiar with? I mean, I'm familiar with the show, but the uh, hyperbole is being thrown this way by a little guy might be a little too much. I mean, right. up and comer, we're a hitter. Fast finishers. Fast. You know, got a kick. Fast, Fast finishers. finishers. That's definitely kick. for yeah, sure. Yeah. Good kick. Good kick. Got a good kick. We can come out of corner four and really unload pretty well for a few feet. Like, uh, you know, not necessarily. <laughs> We're not well, looking for a sprint for a first. We're looking for a sprint for 16th max, man. So, I mean, that's that's perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. We need a solid pack Great. finish. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I can more than help you guys today. So what do Sweet. we got going on? What's going on in the world of bike racing? Can we talk about the pink jersey? Because I want to talk yes. all about the oh, pink jersey. Yeah, the, the, obviously the pink jersey is the big news going on in the cycling world right now. Of course, every May, everyone is always super excited about it. And uh, yeah, if you if you want to lead us off on that, um, that would be that yeah. would be awesome. Take some pressure off us. Great. Yeah, this is going well. well the guy. most, the most exciting stage race in the entire world. The most exciting stage race to date in 2022 just wrapped up today, and in <laughs> fact, the pink jersey was awarded today okay. to huh? Virginia's own Emma Langley from EF Pro. See, now I think you're not talking about the Giro. That's what I'm getting. What are you talking about? We are talking about the first edition of the Walmart Joe Martin stage race in beautiful Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's in Fayetteville. Go figure for Walmart. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. It's four days of racing in Northwest Arkansas, and it features two very long road races, one three-mile-long uphill time trial, and ends today on Sunday with the Visit Fayetteville Downtown Criterium. Mm. Now, the Criterium is is a is a serious event. This is not one of your typical eight corner or four corner crits where it's flat like parking lot style that might have predominated oh, in you know it. Minneapolis. But <laughs> oh, uh, it there. is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's like the Stillwater okay. crit okay. or yeah. Stillwell. I can never remember which one Stillwater, it is. Yeah, I, yeah. Nothing is yeah. like the Stillwater so, crit though from the Nature Valley uh, Grand Prix, of course. Nothing, nothing can replace that criterium, but the, the criterium at the Fayetteville, the visit Fayetteville downtown criterium is pretty legit. There is a pretty famous climb up church street, which has a tendency of breaking legs wide open as it did today on the women's side and on the men's side. But like, just to wrap up the pink Jersey, obviously awarded to the women, the yellow Jersey in this instance is awarded to the men. So after Four days of racing. I think that's kind of a cool thing that we've got different color jerseys. But after four days of racing, Emma Langley from EF Education, Tipco, wins the whole thing in a time of six hours and 49 minutes and 30 seconds. Heidi Franz from Instafun, UCI team out of Canada, comes in second. And then Austin Killups on the U.S.-based ATX Wolfpack finishes in third, just 30 seconds down. Yeah, an amateur racer in Austin Killips. Yes. I'm thinking that uh, a a prior 16th place probably got them uh, that 
stellar result, like predicted it. Like somewhere, I feel like somehow this was predicted on maybe a podcast somewhere or by the <laughs> racer themselves. Austin's uh, racing great. Contacting awesome. the yeah. podcast. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, Do you know who finished 16th place at this at the GC today? Absolutely not. Her name... Her name is Maggie Coles Lister. She races on DNA Pro Cycling. And the reason why it's such a harbinger of awesomeness is because she won the crit today. Oh, Finishes 16th nice. place and wins the crit, gets Amazing. critical time bonuses That's to make sure that she ends up in that 16th place. <laughs> I love that. So. Probably was just going for the time bonuses for the 16th place and just just accidentally won the race at the same time. I mean, That's, this happens yeah. to a lot of people. That's the kind of result, though, where you you put the masking tape on your on your stem in front of you, and you're writing down the numbers of people who are in front of you and with the gaps and where the where the sprint bonuses are for time. And uh, yeah, you've got that calculated because that 16th place is obviously uh, a harbinger of things to come. She did finish. She finished nine seconds ahead of the woman behind her, and it was a 10 second bonus for winning the race. There you go. Yeah, obvious. See, that's that's so. pretty crazy because at the same time at the at the Giro today, stage fifteen, Ciccone won the stage and he is now he moved himself up to wait for it sixteenth on GC. Oh, a double with that win. We've <laughs> so done the double. It's a very it's a very win and and get sixteenth kind of day, I guess. Um, well, very that's nice. cool. What do you know? Do you have any reporting, uh, Rob? from the men's version of this Joe Martin stage race, this Joe Martin guy. Well, hang on quick, real quick before we get into the men's actual results and stuff. Um, he did mention little guy and I want to get your take on this. A three mile long uphill time trial. Yeah. Is that an acceptable time trial? Little guy. Is that a time trial you would watch? It is more. Yeah. Of the time trial I would watch. I hope there were corners and, and twistiness, but three miles I think is kind of perfect. I feel like it, it might sounds still ideal. Be a prologue, though. How? What is the length of time trial has to be before it becomes a time trial and not a prologue? I guess I if it's, it's f- not the first stage, it can't be a prologue. So. Yeah. So that's that's. Yeah, you can't put in this instance. You can't put it the third stage. Yeah, it's the third stage. So no matter what, it could have been twenty feet and it's a time trial. I like that. Right. Three's great. Go out hard. Even I could do it three miles. I mean, I wouldn't do well, but I mean, I could empty the tank for three miles. You know, you just could you. Yeah, I would probably have a heart attack, but. <laughs> Okay. All right. That's it, fair. Three. The thing about three miles is even not in race shape. You you hear three, and you're like, yeah, that's far, but it's not that far. I can go all out, and you can't go all out for three miles. I mean, like you go like a mile, and you'll it, just like we're doing the four thousand pursuit k pursuit on the track. Right. Sixteen laps, no big deal. Well, yeah. Four laps in, suddenly <laughs> it gets super it's, serious. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's yeah, super. Yeah. It's a big deal. But no, that sounds fun. I like that. I like uphill time trials too. Well, equipment choice. The uphill time trial on the men's side was won by Sam Boardman of Legion of Los Angeles in Mm -hmm. nine minutes and 37 seconds. I personally cannot go all out for nine minutes and 37 seconds. Maybe, little guy, you have that extra (laughs) something or other inside of you that allows Uh, you to do that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I once did, but no, I was. That's nine minutes is. It's a brutal all-out effort, but it's a good. That's a good watching time trials from home effort, you know. Oh yeah. Time trial yeah. starts. You get up. You pour some tea, some coffee. Come back. You watch the end of the time trial. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> so on the men's side, today after the race was over, your GC broke down in first place with Jonathan Clark or Johnny, as his friends call him, of Wildlife Generation. Noah Granigan, same team, finishes seven seconds down on Johnny. And in third place is the young American Tyler Stites from Project Echelon. Interesting, Matt, I'm going to throw a name out here that you're probably going to recognize from some obscure Italian semi-classic in the fall. Uh Sergio Hanau. In fourth yeah. place. He was racing there. Which team was he on? I, I had seen that he was going to race. Do you know Ugh, I wish I could. I don't. He was on some sort of composite it's e, team? It's EL2B okay. is how it's designated. So it's, uh, I believe it is a Spanish language team. Yeah. 
That's yeah, Emmanuel Ibari two bike team. Yeah, is the official name. <laughs> I'd seen that. I mean, he's he was definitely in the list of guys that I thought would get picked up, and he, you know, by a like at least a Conti team that needed some points because he's definitely there to, to eat up points, but hasn't gotten picked up by a bigger team. But that's nice that he's still racing. I he seemed he's not that old, and he's had some huge results and. It was a sad way to see him completely end his career with his team folding and stuff last year. So I hope he can get back to the top, but yeah, yeah, definitely 34 little guy, 34. So just a young, sprightly young 34. Oh man. It's, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's watching guys younger than me at the Giro being discussed as old and oh, they still got it. Even though they're so old, you know, uh, with Posa Vivo and Nibali riding into the top 10, and that there's they're both younger than me, you know, and it's not it's it's hard they're to ancient, fully, ancient, they're ancient with fragile bones, yes. Ancient and they're younger than me. They're younger people mm-hmm. than me, so mm-hmm. well, good for Sergio. Absolutely. Um well that sounds awesome. Um the Joe Martin stage race has been going on for about approximately one million years. It has been going on forever. Um, I remember it from when I raced bikes, that's how long that race has been happening. Um, which I love to see. Um, it's in its 45th year this year. That's crazy. All right. That's probably longer than the Giro. No, <laughs> no, I'm going to fact check that I'll, one I'm going to try to, I'll, I'll pull it up. We'll see. No, we'll I'm, see I'm, about I'm that. Looking, it's a hundred. We're in the 105th Giro right now. Yeah, but is that in um, metric or American? In both, it's more. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> well, guys, um, I do want to apologize to the listeners just in case there's any uh, uh, noises in the background of my audio. We are we are fostering a cat this week mm. uh, for our first time ever, and she is taking up residence in my office here, and she's having a good time behind me right now with some toys so uh, i don't think it'll get picked up on the mic but just in case everybody can say hi to perla who is here for the week (laughs) hi perla that's funny you're fostering a cat and i just adopted a cat on friday we're taking this oh really yeah we adopted our our second cat now all right so So, um, upgrade cat upgrade two cats now though they haven't met yet we're still in the like the new one is is alone like yeah. in a room getting used to it and is still like yeah. a little shy and he's just a teeny little kitten so um it's kind of not in the room of, with me right now but it's kind of what we're doing with rob right now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah we're just i'm i'm yeah <laughs> rob has we've to got stay four in that room. cats here whoa four <laughs> four oh man this is we a got cat four. Show. Yes. i love it yeah, it's not the it's not the uh, famous Adam Meyerson dad cast episode, but we're getting darn close to it. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of cats here. <laughs> Big cat talk. Yeah. Um, all right. So we've we've brought some good heat. You brought some some good heat with the pink jersey uh, twist there. Um, I thought you were going Jiro for sure. I'm sure all the listeners did as well, and you you pulled the rug out from under us there. So that that I'll give you some marks for that on the. Um, on the Tim, I guess Tim scorecard. Mm. How are we going to score this little guy? Um, we need we need to judge uh, if Tim's going to make the cut here to continue to be the host. Well, I liked it. Yep, uh, just like Tim would have done. Brought brought up a subject and then gave us the old switcheroo on it. So that's one uh-huh. point. Uh, also, zero prep for us on as far prep, as facts. So and, yeah, that's a point. So that's good. Yeah, okay. Brought content. I I wasn't going to bring, so that's a point. I like it. Okay. All right. Um, and four cats, so that's four points. For that. Bonus. So, nice. It's a bonus. Point. Okay. So we'll we'll check good. back in on looking that good, later. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this is quite good. Mm-hmm. Um, little guy, um, can you give me an update on the Giro d'Italia? Oh, because I, I I am just wondering what's happening with my boy Jai Hindley, who I predicted to do well in this race, and you laughed at me two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm just wondering how it, how things are going for him. I haven't been following along. I don't know if I laughed. I just slightly doubted. Your boy, Jai, sitting second overall, currently going into the second rest day uh, as we speak. Second. Seven seconds uh, no, no. behind. Uh, oh. f- former winner, Richard Carapaz, took the jersey 
uh, off <laughs> Lopez on the 14th stage. Uh, Almeida sitting third at 30 seconds. Landa, surprisingly, still there despite not looking that good in the mountains at 59 seconds. And your My boy. favorite rider, Posa Vivo, <laughs> 39 years young, looks uh-huh. brutal on the bike these days. He looks worse every year, but he's only a minute <laughs> off the pace. And I mean, he had some, he has arm problems. I mean, he almost, his career almost ended because of an arm injury. Yeah, uh, sitting fifth, but uh, it it starts getting the gaps get a little bigger after that. Though I think one of the big things we need to mention eighth is Nibali, two fifty eight back. Uh-huh. Uh, let's not mince words here. We're going in the third week of a Giro, and Nibali's within three minutes of the win. Yeah, it's game over, folks. Nibali's already won. <laughs> I mean, you can't let the shark that close. It's happened before. Is- People write him uh, off. Yeah, no, it's it's true. It's a it's a oldest trick in his old book. Um, but little guy, have you looked at the profiles? Is there a descent long enough for him to get that much time back? There's there's plenty of exciting days coming up. Um, okay, we, we and then we've we've had a pretty good exciting Giro. Lopez kept the jersey a lot. I think we're bearing one of the leads from the last week was that Guillerme won a stage the first black African rider to win a stage, which was huge in this yeah. last week was amazing, super exciting. And then of course we had the classic cycling immediate, uh, downer of the fact that he shot himself with champagne cork in the eye and, and didn't start the next day felt almost like the most cycling thing ever that, that, that would happen pretty but much. Yeah, pretty much still an amazing stage win. And then he took it, with that dual sprint with Vanderpool was amazing, but yes, there's plenty of time for Nibali to win. There's plenty of time for Post of Vivo to win, which would. No, there's not. Um, <laughs> no, we've got a great race on our hands though. I think, I don't know. You guys so, feel, I like this race though. We don't have like the biggest names in this race. Little guy, some would say. Who, who are the, uh, who's the car sponsor, the vehicle sponsor for the Astana team. Um, and are no the idea. bike racks or the roof racks on top, like attached? Well, do we know? Uh, because I'm, I'm thinking Nibali can make back that time, but it's going to be critical uh, for their equipment to be running in tip-top shape. I do not so know who the torque to spec is. there. You know, because are you alluding that he's gonna he's gonna hitch a ride? Leslie was once I DQ'd from the never. Volta, maybe one time. Was that the Volta? I would never, little guy. I would never. I'm just saying, <sighs> mechanics make sure that reflects torque to spec. Yeah, I mean, hey, that he'd have one more team than Al, teammate than Almeida. Then, uh, <laughs> not not have I mean, he had a little support. I'm giving him hell. He had a little support in the mountains today, but I don't know. What do you What are you guys' thoughts on this, Jiro? I I think it's been pretty exciting that we're going into the third rest day uh, with a minute spanning the top five. Is is all good news for a final week? Oh yeah, no, the race itself is shaping up great. Um, I mean, obviously the, the big news has been the champagne like over the first couple of weeks because we've had multiple incidents Yeah, it's been dangerous. Um, with these bottles. I don't know if they switched up brands or got a new sponsorship or what's going on there. Um, but uh, I heard that they, so I've been digging today previous. Really? Yeah. So I've been digging into this, this issue. Uh, uh, there's two issues is that here. need to be All discussed right. here. Yeah. yeah. The first, the the second issue, we're going to have to talk about Matthew Vanderpool in a minute because I think he just destroyed his career, at least as far as Italian bike racing. <laughs> oh is concerned. boy, I think oh, he destroyed boy. his career. Oh, the pizza! Oh, yeah, okay. Leaving us on that. On that. Yeah. So the the uh, the champagne is actually a a uh, Italian prosecco manufacturer called Astoria. At least that's what the bottle says on it. Okay. And so I started looking into into how much pounds per square inch of pressure there is in a bottle of sparkling wine because okay. I was just like how is this how is this such a problem like yeah. you know I've opened a bottle of of sparkling wine or champagne or whatever it happens to be and like yeah it pops off the top boom 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 but like that thing shot out like a rocket and so I've come to learn that the different varieties of sparkling white wines have different <laughs> pressures with them because of the way that they're fermented Okay. Prosecco right, yeah. has, yeah. So Prosecco has um, 
around 51 PSI in the bottle. Whereas Champagne, you know, its brother or sister from the north of France has over 90 PSI. And so, Matt, remember your days. Remember... Remember your days of riding the track up in Minneapolis uh, yeah, or, yeah. or of doing crits on a 21 millimeter tire. One of those bad boys with 90 plus PSI <laughs> blows up in your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to, it's going to have a deafening sound. Yep. So I went back and I, I watched the video of him opening the bottle and like a lot of people sit there and they think, how is this so darn challenging to open a bottle of champagne or a bottle of Prosecco? Uh, I also learned there's a difference between Moscato and Prosecco. We can go into that in, in, in the post preem lap area, but yeah, um, we should definitely get into that. Yeah. Yeah. But a, these are not normal 750 milliliter bottles. These bad boys are are at least magnums, which is uh, you know <laughs> basically two two bottles. Yeah. Then okay. there's the All double right. magnum, which is three thousand uh, milliliters. Yeah, but this is my my personal favorite is the Methuselah, is six thousand milliliters of whatever the liquid is. The Methuselah. Sounds impressive. So, oh like my these, goodness! That thirteen plus pounds of 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 just liquid, and plus the glass, because champagne has a higher psi, it has to have thicker glass than its prosecco brethren. There's okay. so much. Right. This is this is an endless rabbit hole that we could go down, and I'm 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 here for it. I'm here for it. Uh, I didn't know I cared so much, and now I definitely do. Um, so, where to even start with this? Let's see. Matthew Vanderpool takes out an eye with PSI from the carry the one, do the contract, the zero. Okay. Yeah, I've got it all figured out. I can't, I can't release this information yet. I need to get you guys to sign an NDA. If, uh, if I can just, I'm going to send that over to you real quick. I'm going to, put it out on our Twitter account also for all our listeners so they can sign that too before I give you guys this information. But um, it reminds me of a time racing bikes. And it's funny that Rob brought up racing the track because obviously me and Matt kind of got our racing, start racing on the track and pump the tires up to 120 PSI. I was doing a road race and I was in, I was, I believe it or not in good shape. Um, <laughs> really like the course. Believe it. Just had a, a total lapse of judge brain judgment and was pumping up my tires before the race in the parking lot. Pumped them all up to 120 because that's what I was used to doing every that's Thursday night. Did. Yeah, yeah. What blew blew right past 90, all the way up to 120. Started the race. It was fine, like whatever. But I hit a pothole at some point. Exploded my tire. Mm. Race over. Um, you know, over before it started, really. And, uh, yeah, so I can see how this Prosecco situation could be a problem because, yeah, especially if you start getting into the, uh, the Magnum and the double Magnum and the, the Moby Dick, what was it? The white whale, the big one, um, the Methuselah. Yes. Methuselah. Uh, That's- yeah, you could certainly blow a cork th- straight through a person with, with that much, uh, pressure that's gotta be inside that bottle. Yeah, well, I mean, it's such a heavy bottle that he wasn't actually even lifting it off the ground. He was bent over the bottle, undoing <laughs> that's the, true. Uh, yeah. the little, yeah, the little uh, metal catcher. Mm. And and I've heard, I don't, I don't have any reports to confirm this, but I heard that, you know, race promoters had started to loosen the tops a little bit because some of the riders weren't able to you know, pop the top so quickly. And, and, and then, you know, it becomes not the great photo or video op. It becomes the awkward moment in time after you say goodbye right. in an elevator, but before the door mm. actually opens. Yeah. And so you got yeah. these riders like fumbling around with the, with the cork and it won't come off. But like, I don't know if it happened in this case or if, or if it's just really bad luck on his part, but like he was bent right over the top of it. And that thing just shot yeah. up and, I think they yeah. said something like he has 0.5 seconds to react. Got to be less than that. Oh, easier man. To, easier to yeah. hit a, a major league fastball. I, I think um, cycling's 
love of handing writers things that are too heavy and awkward on the podium. <laughs> it's one of the better uh-huh. things about our sport. It's like you you you, you win a race. Uh-huh. Even the sprinters have teeny little arms. They hand you a giant cobblestone. They hand you a huge dish, a giant trident, and then mm-hmm. the biggest bottle of wine humanly possible in the world. Mm-hmm. And then they hand you some flowers at the same time. And they say, yep. cool, open this, and hold then, all this stuff. And you're wearing cycling shoes. And two people are standing next to you on top of well, a little podium. And, and, and then the president of the country or the prime minister walks up with his arm out to shake your hand. Yeah. And you're like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. I'm holding all this stuff. It's great. I love it. These are the sort yeah. of things I love about cycling. <laughs> is yeah. That, is that... <laughs> Like, this doesn't make any sense, and this is downright dangerous for no reason at the end of a dangerous mm-hmm. day of racing. But uh, you win, so you get you get the honor of looking silly. It's great. It's great. Little guy, um, if you – let's let's talk crits again just briefly because oh, maybe I that was your – thing to tell you too. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, this might be your, your closest chance for this to be an accurate story is um, – suppose a world existed in which you won a criterium little guy. Um, you put, you put it all on the line. I led you out perfectly, obviously for the last, you know, three or four laps before, uh, launching you to victory, your arms up across the line, left it all out there on the road. Um, adrenaline's pumping. They give you a champagne bottle on the podium. Could you open it and not shoot your eye out? Uh, probably not. I'd probably do it wrong. I don't, I don't drink that much, so I've only opened a handful uh-huh. of champagne bottles in my life. Anyway, so I have a feeling that most bike racers are like that and would answer similarly. Why do we do this to them? Is it is it it's just great. a sick it's, game that we like to play? It's comedy, yeah. It's just it's comedy for the comedy. The okay, point, All right. the sport needs some comedy. Oh, I mean, yeah, but I don't. I never won enough as a bike racer to yeah. really have that well, problem. That's all our problems, little guy. Ain't that the truth? Oh. Anyway. I mean, it's better than you, the other option, which is like your teammates follow you around with a giant Gatorade bucket after yeah. you finish a race and just douse you with Gatorade. It's That's a much true. safer uh, winning celebration, though. You know, it might be the one thing that American sports got right. I mean, I guess I just when American sports do it, they always do it to like an elderly coach figure. And it's yeah. and it's usually at a football game where it's sub zero or something, and I always worry they're gonna have a heart attack the second it happens. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. Well, I guess maybe not. Um, this is uh, sort of oh, this is sort of a tangent, but I was gonna save this for later. But it's pertinent to this to these teeny little okay. tires pumped up super high. Which okay. is that today, Spencer Rob? You don't know him unfortunately, but we know him. Big Matt came over to my house. Oh yeah, and he'd send me a text. He had some uh, twenty-six inch mountain bike rims. He wanted to know if I wanted. Of course, I want those mountain bike rims. Yeah, of course. And Who else would want them? Nobody. But then, but then he said he also had a pair of wheels, really lightweight clincher wheels, ten speed, campy. Okay. That he found in his house, and um, Why he, would said, he asked me if I want them. So they're Velo Velomax wheels. So if people remember Velomax, they're pre Easton Easton wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these, you you had given me a pair of these years ago, but they're a different model, I guess. I looked it up today. I learned a little something. Okay. These are Velomax Victoria wheels. And Matt had warned me. He said, I think there's a weight limit on these bad boys, right? And he thought it was okay. 150 pounds. Now, I used to be smaller than I am. I'm a little <laughs> guy, but I was still a little smaller at one point when I was uh-huh. racing. Uh-huh. And sometimes you'd find weird lightweight stuff and people would be like, there's a weight limit on that. And I'd always go, okay, whatever. And I'd be like, I'll, I'm fine. I'm sure I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm not a big yeah. guy. I looked up these wheels, and I think they're like fourteen hundred grams or something for the pair. So they're they're very they're very light clinchers, especially for being like fifteen plus years old. The weight limit yeah. is listed at, as one hundred and forty five pounds, and I am I am not. I'm I'm a little over that. I'm not able to ride these wheels <laughs> as I currently sit before yeah. you guys, and yeah. it was just a, one of those moments of um of of post full on bike racer life where I was like, oh yeah, I want those wheels, and then I looked it up. I was like, oh man, I am like I'm like right at or a little over the weight limit on these wheels, and that it's just a little weird 
uh, nervousness, but they also have uh, 700 by 20 tires on them right now. <laughs> Perfect. Pump those it. bad boys up, go hit some potholes slightly over the weight limit, and we'll see what happens. It should be a wild, wild ride. I mean, these things. 15 years old is probably being generous uh, yeah, to them, little guy. They're well, probably a little more like 20 even 25 no, years I old. I think they came out in like 2004 or five or something. Uh, when I, looked okay. it up. I, I spent a little time on the weight weenies board today. Um, but if we do the Everest challenge again, uh-huh. I am, I am ready with wheels. Okay. All right. We should, uh, we should think about that now that I live in a mountainous area. I'd love to do that again. <laughs> Rob, if we do a, another Everesting challenge, I know you're a crit guy. It's right there in the title of the show. Do you want to get in on an Everesting challenge with us? With with Tim, Tim probably doesn't have time to do it, so we've got him on that point this time. I don't know if I have time to do it. Oh, I don't know I'm... if any of us have time to do it. So it, you know, it might take forever. I, I'm definitely in on that. I am definitely right. in on that. There's a woman who lives here in Washington D.C. who is obsessed with Everesting, and she goes out and does these like 13 hour rides on a random basis. <laughs> all with the purpose of Everesting. And she's done multiple Everesting attempts. And I'm just like, it just, it's just not something that I comprehend, but you know what? I'm yeah. willing to give it a shot if I can spread it out over like a week. Or yeah, that's what I think too. Oh so, yeah. yes. No, this is slow ride rules. Yeah. No, it's not okay. going to need to be done on one ride. <laughs> yeah. That's how our last yeah. one went. It was over. And I mean, Tim banged it out pretty quick, but it was about a week, I think. And we all we all were going out in multiple sessions because yeah. while I mean, neither you or I had a job at that time, Spencer, but this was early pandemic days. But Tim still had work to do, and somehow he still found more time than I've found I found mean, humanly possible to. Technically, I don't think you're finished yet, little guy. No, I mean, have you finished? <laughs> you haven't finished, have you? <laughs> I definitely have finished. Oh, I probably finished, but I don't log enough things to Strava mm, to okay. to to really make it count but yes all right well we'll I'm look forward confident to confident tim cheated somehow when he did this <laughs> oh, we all got some friends yes. at the nsa who are working on it so we'll get oh, we'll, we'll get to the bottom this, this is one. good this is good Finally. i know the uh the the wheels of justice turn slowly but uh they will crush him eventually so i'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it speaking of crushing it lately well let's uh check in with our european correspondent Across the pond in this week's pre-lap, and of course, we're talking about Michael Matthews. Hi, this is Tom Bonin. I don't listen to the Slow Ride podcast. All right, Spencer, we're in the pre-lap here, and if we were gonna do an Everstein challenge, we would probably need some sort of computer to help us document that. Yeah, think that would absolutely. I think we just like have a tape measure behind us. Now, I think maybe we should have some sort of computer. Well, if the NSA is getting involved, uh, and I'm sure they are, uh, I'm going to want some proof. I'm going to want some data, and I'm going to want something uh, that I know is is working well, working easily um and you know honestly is raising the bar for cycling computers um across the board and uh, i think a good option for that is of course the hammerhead Karoo 2 um which is an advanced gps uh navigation computer for your bike uh fits right in your handlebars obviously uh but more than that it is a beautiful responsive touchscreen having um computer that just works well uh the maps are beautiful it's gonna find me all the climbs um that i need to crush tim for sure little guy easily and maybe (laughs) rob maybe not um Mm. i won't be so bold quite yet but uh yeah hammerhead (laughs) has been uh churning out the good stuff um i get uh, updates. I get emails with the software updates all the time. They're always adding new features, which is awesome. I have, I've owned a lot of computers over the years and I've never had, uh, one that continues to get better while I own it, which I think is a really cool, uh, feature, um, that, uh, that Hammerhead, uh, 
continually improves the product. So, um, that is, uh, that is what I will bring to the table, uh, for this challenge for sure. And, uh, if you want to bring one as well for a limited time, uh, little guy, you can get a free custom color kit and an exclusive premium water bottle with the purchase of your Hammerhead Crew 2 uh, over at hammerhead.io if you use the promo code SLOWRIDE uh, when you check out. So that's a pretty Sounds good deal. Good. That's some free Super accessories. Yeah. And best of all, and most importantly, it's the best computer out there. It's the best computer I've ever had. And it's even got that climber feature. So you can put a virtual guy um, to race against, whether it's your buddy or, or your past self <laughs> or whatever. Uh, oh, I don't want to race uh, against past self. That sounds sad for me personally, but I'll race a buddy. All right. That sounds fair. <laughs> that sounds fair. Um, but yeah, one more time, hammerhead.io. Uh, check out the crew too and get yourself the free custom color kit, which you got to you gotta have that. You gotta have that, uh, and a premium water bottle. If you're using the code Slow Ride at checkout, those will be free. Uh, so definitely uh, go check it out, and um, comes highly recommended from me, anyway. So there's that. Well, guy, what else do we got going on this week in the preem lap? Well, of course, we are brought to you by the Wide Angle Podium. And all the other great shows on here, but all you folks that are nice enough to chip in a few bucks for us, chip in a few bucks for uh, shows maybe like Criterium Nation. If you're uh, listening to us, uh, you know Rob, you know the great content he's putting out over there. You know the great content Grodio's putting out. uh, Tons of great shows. And we super appreciative of all the folks who are willing to throw us a little coin uh, to help keep this ship afloat. There's a lot going on right now in the world of cycling, uh, good and bad, and hopefully appreciate uh, the good content we're putting out. Because I know, uh, as we said earlier, some of the other content producers, uh, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's all over the place. So uh, oh, yeah. we appreciate everyone who's... Uh, no, there's 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 tons of good stuff. There's tons of things to support, um, ways to do so. So head over to wideanglepodium.com. Uh, click on the donate button and you can choose a number that uh, makes sense for you and you can support all the shows that you listen to uh, on the network and your funds will directly support those shows. So um, shows like ours, shows like Rob's with Criterium Nation, shows like, you know, probably Bill's, I guess, to um, Cyclocross Radio. That one's pretty good. Yeah, um, it's pretty good. And tons of other good stuff, uh, as well as, of course, you can go subscribe to the Wide Angle Podium YouTube channel and see all the stuff that Bodie is putting out there, uh, following the Criterium scene around the America um, in 2022, which has been awesome. Uh, and with that, we should get back to the show. My name is Matthew Vanderpool and I don't listen to the Slow Ride Podcast. Guys, welcome back to the show. We got a couple emails this week. We got a lot of 400th episode related uh, mm, emails okay. this week. I know, yeah. um, I know everyone really wants to know what we're going to decide about these jerseys going forward. So I'll, oh, I'll read God. a couple here that okay. are pertinent to that. Tim has um, really opened a can of worms here. He really did. He really did. He, he, <laughs> we talked about all the back channel on the show. Um, um, oh, little guy, real quick. Can we just check in real quick um, on Rob's tally uh, as far as the scorecard? I want to give him another bonus point because I uh, I realize he's wearing a Slow Ride Podcast shirt to the show, um, which is yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, uh, well, you can I'm, give him a point, and I'm going to subtract a point because he's not wearing my shirt. So well, I was going to give him a bonus point, point for him and minus he, one point against him. So. Well, one for wearing the shirt at all, one minus because <laughs> it's not yours, but then another plus because it is mine. I was okay, really okay. afraid of being the guy wearing the T-shirt to the band at the show, yeah. uh-huh. but I thought That's I was okay. just going to go with it. I was yeah. just going to no. go full send on this one. Just yeah. go with the flow. I mean, yeah. the only way you could have gone wrong is if it was Tim's shirt, so... Yeah. Yeah. In this circumstance, especially. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. 
Um, Matthew Conti writes, guys, I definitely love my WAP kit and want to say I'd be in for a slow ride kit as well. But let's talk about design. Are we thinking an elegant kit similar to the WAP kit, or are we talking about an over-the-top primal wear-inspired design that is so bad it's good? Oof. Regardless, I'd probably buy one either way, and I would definitely get a T-shirt. <laughs> says thanks, thanks for the great pods. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, "P.S. Uh, looking forward to uh, listening to all the conspiracies surrounding Corkgate this week, and I'm I'm hoping that uh-huh. the <laughs> what Rob brought to that conversation uh, lived up to it for him. I'm sure it did. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, the answer to that is obviously it depends on who you're talking to." Um, if you're talking to me, it's going to be a nice, elegant kit. If you're talking to a little guy, it might be a little primal wear. Um, I got some ideas. I got some ideas. I don't Rob, know do you have anything I, you'd hope to see in a, yeah. in, a, in a slow ride kit? What would be your dream slow ride kit? <sighs> kind of hoping for maybe like an ironic frog in there or, yeah, yeah. you know, I maybe like, like a, like a bone type chest sort of thing with like mm-hmm. cranks, uh, unfortunately and poorly placed in them. Yeah, uh-huh. yep. uh-huh. like a triple. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely a triple. Definitely a triple. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's three of us. Can I be the little ring? <laughs> of course, of course. This okay. Damn it! Now we have to do it. Oh, uh, see now now we're now we're onto something. All right, good. All right. Well, I've got I got some more I got some more emails here about this. Um, okay. All Robert right. Glover writes, uh, "Style never goes out of fashion." Black t-shirts and caskets with logo on them. Classy and understated. Rob from the Pharaohs. Makes a good point. We could just do nice shirts and nice hats. But we did just have this triple crank idea, Rob, so... Yeah, I was on board. (laughs) You know what we could do? Plain black fitted t-shirts that can double as bike racing shirts. Technical (laughs) t-shirts. Technical t-shirts. Okay. All the rage these days. It is all the rage these days. That's true. It's a good point. They go perfect with your baggies. <laughs> okay, minus another point from his tally there. Yeah, uh, okay, right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got a good email from Bradley Thorderson. I probably pronounced your name wrong. I'm sorry. Um, I'm sure you says, nailed it. Well, I, <laughs> it's... Uh, I'll put this up on the uh, Twitter page this week. He sent a rail bike video from YouTube. Oh. She says, I'm not sure if this is what you want. Uh, I don't know if this is what you want out of a rail bike, but, and it kind of is raw. Uh, you guys, um, I'm going to put it up. Everyone can, can, can weigh in later this week, but Judge. it's pretty sweet. It's, it's a pretty great rail bike setup. It's definitely better than mine that doesn't work. Um, and I just wanted to make sure you knew I saw that. I'll put it up. I just wanted to know. <laughs> so. The rail bike content. So little guy, it's probably been. I don't know what a year, year and a half, something that you've been, it's been that, way since you too first long. brought it up. Yeah, way too long that I here's, haven't done anything. Well, sure, but here's the thing: when you first Feel brought it now. up, I had no idea what rail, rail biking was, and I'm sure yeah. many other listeners were in my same position. I thought you were making something up. I thought. <laughs> This was some make-believe fantasy little guy thing. Like, oh, we'll have a train that's a bike. And like, why? There's content out there about this. There's people that are into it. And it's incredible. It is the wildest thing. It's one of those things that I really enjoy about bikes is that there are so many ridiculous ways to enjoy it. Um, You know, because I'm over here like, oh, bike racing is cool. And some rail bike guys probably like, Bike racing's crazy. That's an insane thing to do. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's insane. Check out rail bikes. Now that's a normal thing to do. And that's it just, you know, makes perfect sense to them, but it doesn't make any sense to me. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Little known fact, we recently did a, a giveaway on the show and we gave away an entry to your choice of a Belgian waffle ride event in the United States. And we asked Whoa. for submissions. It was a, it was a hardly Whoa. a hard fought contest. Have we ever given away anything useful on this show? No, that's not our style. Okay. Listeners, I, I go check out I, Criterium I, Nation. If you want actual good stuff, 
Okay, sorry, continue. Oh, so we got the gentleman who won the contest for the men, because we gave away one for women and one for the men, actually invoked rail biking in his submission as something that sounds like, and I'm quoting Jeremy from Georgia, has legs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, you the can't fire argue has been lit. Content. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Man, I I'd really love to see that picture of that t-shirt uh again that you got sent, Matt. Is that on Instagram? <laughs> All right, give him no, another, Rob, give him another point. <laughs> not on Instagram. <laughs> give him another point, little guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, that's good. It. You got me. You got me. I'll take all the uh, all eight of the ribbons I should get for Instagram. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Kyle, wh- one more email well yeah one more email uh one i'll say we got an email from matt watts and i'll and i'll just answer yours off line matt so i don't have to like give you all the okay. going to it but um just you know i'll answer it uh we got one from jeff in sunny uh southern california he writes hey guys we're deep into the Giro, so why not dig into some random tangents from episodes long ago huh good point jeff yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> it says, uh, some weeks back, little guy mentioned something about his Strava account, and I figured I might as well give him a follow, but it turns out there are a good number of Matt Allens on the, out there, and I couldn't quite pick him out from the tiny profile pics. That makes sense. So I went, in search, <laughs> I went in search of Spencer Howe, hoping to link back to little guy, which I successfully did and followed them both. And in the process, I gave old Tim a follow too, but notice that amongst the three of you, not everyone follows each other. I won't give away who follows who back, but feel free to confess should this email make it to air. I probably don't follow Tim or Spencer. I'm not very good at this. Obviously, uh, noted with the Instagram thing, um, uh-huh. perhaps um, some of these some of these internets are not my thing. Possibly. Um, s- secondly, uh, some time ago, there was an episode that dove deep into automotive and bike collabs promotions. Right, and at yeah. the end of the segment... Spencer threw down the that an e-bike given away with a Tesla might be the ultimate promotional duo. I submit to you this as an interesting alternative. What about a Porsche Panamera paired with a tandem bike? Oh. Back seats. This yeah. could even be a Matthew Vanderpool branded promo, which begs the question, if you were riding tandem with MVDP, which spot on the bike would you claim? Also, what pros might make the best, worst, interesting tandem pairs? Oh, there's a lot to unpack here, little guy. Um, I I can't believe you brought this on a on a week that Tim wasn't here. He's going to be so upset. There, there's what we'll answer the question. You got one other part of this. This is the part for Tim here in the in thing. Oh, okay, good. Um, Definitely. He read says, that. Uh, you know, to whatever you know. He says, uh, as a teacher, I'm not watching the Giro while my students take tests, but perhaps this is why I'm why I'm employed as the teacher, but love playing the pod while driving it to school. A little dig at Tim there, uh, who famously would uh, put on a glory or something in his social studies class so he could watch the bike race uh, on his phone. I love it. So what do you guys think? Pros that might make best or worst interesting tandem partners. I I mean... I. I got a couple good options, I think, but go, what do you uh, got? Okay. I mean, I was going to say the default is obviously Michael Matthews, um, hero of the show. Um, True. Tim's not here. We know he's going to serve Valverde, so uh, we can just sort of chalk that one up as obvious as well. Little guy, what are you, uh, what are you bringing? Here's what I'd like to see, and, 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 this goes to one thing we've had at the Giro this year. We've had the DeGent GC classification. People have been talking oh. about that between uh-huh. Thomas DeGent and I forget the other DeGent's name who rides for Wanty. But they are not related. They both are Belgian and they both have the last name DeGent. And so they could ride one tandem. And I don't know if you guys noticed this, but at the Antwerp Port Epic today, which is I- also, we must mention, a very cool race that unfortunately comes after Trobro Lyon. And during the Giro, but has like gravel sections, I think, in it. And it always seems like a fun race, but I, it doesn't get the focus it deserves. But today, Florian Vermeersch uh, uh-huh. from Lotto, okay. who famously finished on the podium at 
uh, Roubaix a year and a half ago. Fit one, and little known rider, uh, best value in cycling, Johnny Vermeersh, mm-hmm. got second. And they are not related either. But <laughs> I think a DeGent tandem team against a Vermeersh, uh, two non-related same-name teams. Yeah. I'm sure there's more out there, but those are the two that immediately spring to mind. Oh, look at that. Uh, is that Sven Nice, son, Thibaut Nice? They got third at the, at the Antwerp port. Yes. Yeah. We got to mention that too. We do. But what do, you, what do you guys think? You could also go with the Backsteads. Yes. Magnus Ooh. Backstead and his daughter Zoe, I think is her name. Zoe yep. Backstead. Yes. Yep. That could be yeah, a good she's one. She's a rising star. Yeah. She's super oh, strong. He's probably got some old man pro X legs that are still good enough to match with the fact that she's been crushing the women's scene. For um, sure. That's a but, good one. I like I, that. Ooh, another really good one since we're doing a Giro crossover right now. The Eric Zobel and Rick Zobel tandem. Yep. Father and son, because I think Rick Zobel is currently second to last at the Giro <laughs> overall. So where his dad would have been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So very proud of him. Oh, these are great. That's impressive that he that he's that he's uh he's that far down. He had, like briefly held the climbers jersey, I think, like on like the first stair or something. He did one of those, <laughs> which I always you gotta yeah. hand it to those folks. That's that's good stuff. I'll have to I'll have to do some more thinking about tandems and, and who the best partners would be um, for sure. Cause there's, there's gotta be a lot more options. I'm sure we'll get some great email suggestions about that as well. Um, Though I do have to, I do have to totally derail this for a second because I'm taking over Tim's slot. So uh-huh. yeah. You know, give him I've another point to, or <laughs> Matt, give yeah. him another point. Yeah. No, he knows what he's doing. So, okay. Yeah. What, what's that? Rob? So you know, the wide angle podium does have a Strava group on, oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And it's got something like, I don't know, well over five followers. There's 203 members oh, in geez. the last okay. two weeks, the last two weeks, the same person has finished in the, on the podium. Who is that person? So as far as the total distance ridden, the same person has finished on the podium in the wide angle podium group two weeks in a row. Oh boy. I would, I, (laughs) Oh no. Is this blatant self promotion? This is blatant self promotion. Uh This is totally blatant (laughs) self promotion. The, uh, yeah. yeah. The Eversting challenge is canceled. You're, you're out. You're kicked out. <laughs> the important part is this week, the person who finished fourth place was none other than my arch nemesis, Frank Cundiff, my best friend of me ever. Huge fan uh-huh. of the show. I think you guys stayed at his house at Richmond. And yes. He's mm-hmm. still talking about it. So, yeah. <laughs> that was the best Glad time ever. I enjoyed that. Yeah, we're that still talking great. about it, too. Uh, <laughs> such a good time. I want to know, Frank, is the house finished? Probably not. It was uh, like halfway <laughs> under construction when we were there seven years ago. <laughs> Frank has moved twice, three times since then. He now lives oh, okay. in Tucson, Arizona. Oh, okay. I didn't know he lived in Tucson. I Okay. Yeah. Tucson's great. Yeah. I wow. briefly lived in Tucson when I was a baby. As everyone, obviously, all the super fans know. I didn't know that. Yeah, I I lived there for like eight months. But I probably don't follow you on Strava anyway, so how would I know? Yeah, it's not on my Strava, surprisingly. (laughs) Uh, Well, that is a a bombshell. Uh, But little guy, I think we have reached the end of the 390th episode of the Slow Ride podcast. Uh, I would like to thank all of our listeners and supporters uh, who uh, donate over at the wide angle podium.com to keep this show afloat and all the other fine shows on the network, including criterium nation. Uh, You can email us uh, at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com. We try to read as many as we can. We used to read them all. Now we get too many. We try to read as many as we can. So please keep sending them. You can follow us over at Twitter at the slow ride pod. We might be on Instagram. I don't know if you can still follow the account or not. Little guy locked us out. I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Because he said we were eight years old. 
which is the age of the podcast and not the age of little guy. Um, but that's at the slow ride pod as well on Instagram. See if you can get in, uh, maybe send a, a note to, uh, your buddies at Instagram, um, to help us out. Uh, and thanks as always to rhyme sayers entertainment, uh, artist BK one for the intro and outro music we use on the show. And, uh, I think little guy, uh, you, well, we should probably let Rob start the, the sign offs, huh? If he's replacement Tim this week. Yeah. Well, this is Rob in Washington, D.C. Is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists who you see up on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. I think he's got the job, little guy. There's an elegance to bike racing. For all its technology and engineering, it's a simple question of physics. How do you move a body through space as quickly and efficiently as possible? When the rider and the machine work as one, it's almost as if the solid world has melted away and all that remains is the spirit, the pure, raw, and unfiltered soul of sport. Life is measured in many units, miles, kilometers, kilos, and pounds, but we measure it one corner at a time. We've entered the golden age of crit racing, the most exciting spectator event in sport where all of human drama plays out before us on our city streets. On this show, we bring you the news of the day and take you inside the personalities of the teams and riders and right up to the gates of the premier events in the world. Welcome to Criterium Nation. Criterium Nation.